Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And we have a repeat special guest joining us I today. I feel like we've been saying that a lot. Well, we have some really, really good guests, and they just keep getting invited back by quality, popular demand. Right, over That's quantity. Right. <laughs> That's right. Special guest today is Kayla Iben. Hey, Welcome, Kayla. Kayla. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, and we have Kayla on today. You guys might remember this little thing that happened a month or so ago called the Flying Pig Marathon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure many, many listeners out there uh, spent many, many hours and weeks and months preparing and getting ready. And it's like, wow, such a buildup. And then the event happens and life's busy and zoom, zoom, zoom. May's busy. So much going on in May. Maybe people didn't do much and they went for a run like on the long weekend or when the weather was a little nicer, and uh-oh, the knee still hurts, Kayla. What do oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kayla, you have experience with, obviously, you're a PT and you understand the body, but you are also a runner yourself. Yes, I I run. I don't know if I consider myself a runner. I don't run miles and miles each week, but I run. Yeah, and you participated in some past marathons as well. I have a couple halves. Yeah. So I would call that a runner, right? <laughs> I mean, I think by definition, yeah, yeah. it's a runner. Um, You're just being humble, right? <laughs> what did you do in the uh, pig? What was your experience? Um, so this past one, um, it was a little chaotic for us actually but we um started training we as in my fiance and i and he is he is not a runner so at all (laughs) okay so you're clear that he is not a runner but you may be a runner Uh, but he's clearly not a runner yes i not at all okay (laughs) (laughs) i am more of a runner than he is okay (laughs) all right so there's a spectrum here we Mm -hmm. know that you're more towards a runner than he is got it yes okay so he um, decided to do it with me, and so we started training with our training guide that we have. And um, however, we just bought a house in the midst of all that, so it okay. kind of got put on the back burner for us. Okay. So we walked training did yeah. yeah. So um, we walked a lot of it, but we ended up running, um, and we did pretty well, honestly. So you without, were happy with how yeah, you did? Yeah, no injuries. So, oh, well, good. Yeah, good. just some cramping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you feel like your professional perspective as a PT changed your outlook when it came to training and then day of like deciding to walk a bit or run a bit, you know, tell us about that. A lot. Yeah. So my first ever half marathon, I was, uh, just graduated college, wasn't in PT school yet or anything. And, um, I just knew that I had to run. I didn't, I didn't ever strength train, didn't do any of that. I just went forward (laughs) the whole time and I ended up having a lot of hip issues really. So, um, kind of looking back on it now, I should have strengthened and taken that a lot more seriously to help prevent that kind of injury for my hip. Yeah. So if, if someone out there did their first one or did a half marathon and they're like, well, that was terrible. I'm never doing that again. I'm miserable. There is hope, right? There, Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. As so long as you didn't break a leg, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, dive in a little bit more to strength training. What do you do as part of your routine or did you do getting ready for the pig this time that you didn't do that first time? I tried to focus a lot more on weight training and lifting and okay. not as much body weight. Um, okay. Just because I think, you know, you're going 13.1 miles or I did. So at some point, body weight is not enough for that. You need sure. your muscles to withstand a lot longer for endurance and strength. But um, I tried to focus on a lot of core stability, maybe not heavy load, but a, a challenging load that I could do a lot of reps with to build strength and endurance mm -hmm. for that. Okay. So <clears throat> we talk about the, the first runner, the rookie. They maybe did a half or they did a full and they might be thinking, well, it's been almost a month. It's normal for me still to have pain when I get out of bed or go up and down the steps. What would you tell that person? Uh, I don't think that's normal <laughs> all the time. I think it's not uncommon to be sore for a few weeks after, but yeah. to have the same pain and it's not really getting better with your activity for running or even working out, that it's, uh, I would say that's not normal. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is a good time to remind folks yeah. that they have direct access oh, to I Oxford we were going Physical different Therapy. <laughs> and they can come without a prescription or referral and be evaluated. Because most of these things are probably muscle imbalance, tendon irritations, things like that. They're probably at this point, if it's been a nagging thing going on, you know, it's probably not in the category of I need x-rays and MRIs and cast and surgery type yeah, stuff. Absolutely. You know, they probably need physical therapy. They probably need a redesign of their training program. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people first round underappreciate the role of flexibility. Oh, yeah. You know, we're talking about strength training, but, um, you know, it's a good time to look back on your performance and look back on your preparation and maybe see where the holes are, right? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And I think that's something that we can help with. And, um, you know, if somebody did it and they loved it and they want to do or they did a half and now they want to do a full, now's the time, right? Because yes. it's a little – if you start like a week before, it's not enough time. No. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. I do know some people who have – they just went out, no training and, no and way. ran it. And, I mean, I think that's a very select few who can probably do that and be fine. You that know, was going to be my question. I don't think the average question. person can just yeah. go run without any training Is at it all. like, <laughs> my question was, is it more like common knowledge that you just don't go, obviously, like you guys are physical therapists, people that don't know, is it common that they just do that? Like go run a marathon, they decide, oh, I'll sign up and they don't train and they just show up and run. Maybe they have injuries or you know, strains and pains and bruises maybe. But like, if that's not a comp or like more widespread knowledge, how would they find out that, you know, you should really start training for these things? I think there are people out there who will do that. I think probably majority of the people have some sort of guidance. However, sometimes it's a little too quick or too much or they're not. It's good to train, but it's just as equally if not more important to have your rest days too and trying to find that programming and the balance to give your body time to rest so you're not getting those overuse injuries like hamstring strains and achilles calf strains yeah. and stuff like that so you know people like your physical therapist can help <laughs> you out and try to program that um and give you something that fits you because everyone's a little different in terms of of where they are in the progress yeah 
Um, so curious, you know, you mentioned, I think actually, if I'm remembering back, I think we worked together in clinic the day after, uh, the Monday after the pig. Because yeah. I just remember you were you were a bit sore. You were moving yeah. around still pretty good. <laughs> but um, compare how you felt this time doing more strength training and making more effort back to your first marathon. How did that hip issues and all those things do? Yeah, so I felt way better and I I've done this was my third one that I did and the first two I was injured during at some point through my training process I had some sort of injury going on so my goal for this one really was not so much time but just not to be injured okay via strengthening and and doing it correctly (laughs) yeah um so I felt I was still sore after but maybe a couple of days and then I felt back to normal so I felt much better after this one and how did the not runner fiance do? How was uh, how was <laughs> he how was he feeling? Well. Okay. Yeah, I think he, um, like I said, he did pretty well. He didn't really have any issues until we were like at mile eleven, and he started oh, getting some cramps. But I think he was down for the count for couple of days he's i mean like i said he's not a runner so he hasn't really tried running that's pretty good okay (laughs) yeah yeah he did pretty well is there like a game plan when you guys run together like i'm gonna go ahead like you kind of stay at your own pace like split up and then meet you at the finish line or well it was his first one so i wasn't gonna leave him so i figured you know if he's not really training then i'm not (laughs) there's kind of no point right now (laughs) but um no, when we would run, we would do a lot of run walk. So we would say, you know, maybe we'll run three minutes, walk for three or, or however that whatever we felt that day, really. And depending on the mileage that we yeah. went, we would do that. That's I smart. think that. Yeah, I think that interval is a really mm-hmm. smart idea. And I know that I've educated a lot of patients about doing that, not only when they return to running from an injury, but when they first start running, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I think that for folks out there that maybe did walk it or maybe they wanted to do it and they didn't and they're having second thoughts. I think that that interval run walk is a great, great place to start for someone new, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What other tips and tricks did you find yourself telling uh, your fiance that you knew from being a PT that <laughs> maybe he got the added benefit of being uh, engaged to a PT that, you know, someone <laughs> yeah. else wouldn't be able to tell him? Yeah, so he um, actually, now that I think about it, he did have some hamstring issues going uh-huh. on. And I, I can imagine kept telling him, you know, if you're not going to train, you're going to have a hamstring strain. Yeah. <laughs> I just know it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he did. So I would just give him some exercises to try and do. And it, yeah. it kept it at bay pretty well. So, Perfect. But like I said, the, the key issue, I think, is just um, really strengthening. I mean, yeah. endurance is important for sure. But at some point, a lot of that is just adrenaline, too, from sure. the race and the day. Sure. But if your body is not strong enough to handle it, it's going to yeah. be a hard time. How was your performance during the race? And you bring up adrenaline. How was that in the environment and with the crowd and people cheering? Like, what effect did that have for you uh, on your performance? It has a lot of effect. I think, I, I've, like I said, I've done a couple and I've done other ones where um, it's not consistently a crowd cheering you mm-hmm. on the whole way dancing having music throwing out candy and whatever so it's a lot of fun like you're you know on mile 10 and you're around the corner and there's this big dance party and you're like okay i can do it like i only got three more yeah Yeah, a little distracting yeah it's a little distracting um but it's a good distraction you know it's it's keeps you going so that's awesome Mm mm-hmm What's on the horizon? Or the, is there another half? Are you going to make the transition yeah. to a full? Are you hanging it up? What's, yeah. Are what's you guys going to be running into the wedding? Uh, oh, well, I'll be wearing heels, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I I think I would like to try um, one in Nashville. There's okay. a they have a half marathon like a week before the flying pig would be i might try the 10k before that next year okay it's also a lot flatter so yeah. <laughs> not so many hills I gotcha. um but i would i would like to now that i met my goal of not doing one injured i want to increase or decrease my time and how quickly i do it so yeah mm-hmm. well that's cool. awesome i think um you know i think that it's really smart how you identified your goal of getting through a marathon not being injured and then focus on performance and time. Cause mm-hmm. I know a lot of people weigh time and performance way above injury and they end up hurting themselves. Yeah. So I'm sure your professional training and education had something to do with that. Yeah. Um, you know, and <laughs> some uh, people's internal competition gets the best of them and they yeah. just want to beat their time personal best. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It definitely happens. I think, <laughs> uh, you know, I, even though I was injured for those other two, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to push through it. It'll be yeah. fine. I'll deal with it later, but, yeah. uh, not the smartest decision all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's good advice. I think even for the experienced runner, um, you know, I think there's always a push to set the goal of the time lower and lower and lower, and we might not keep that don't be injured goal up there. You know, that really in, right. should be a goal for everyone, yeah. you know, and I think it's possible with the right advice, the right preparation, the right Absolutely. training. Um, you know, I just think that we don't maybe focus on that. It's not as important, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it should be. Mm-hmm. So um, to the people out there who did compete, um, you know, if you're sore now, and we're looking here, it's um, end of May, early June, you shouldn't be sore any longer. Right. Yeah. You should be getting some help, and there is help out there. Um, Kayla's a great example, um, you know, someone who can do a half marathon pain-free with the right preparation. Yeah. I want to put you guys on the spot real quick <laughs> since you're talking about, you know, people are seeking help, and they should find it in the right spot. What would make someone or should make somebody think of PT first without going to the gym to a personal trainer? Or something like that. Yeah, I think that, you know, pain is a great um, indicator. You know, if you have pain with activity, whether that be daily activity or whether that be recreational activity, um, you need someone who's trained in how to deal with dysfunctional tissue or injured tissue to get you back to a pain-free state. Personal trainers are great. Strengthening is great. But you should be pain-free meaning not injured going into that. Not that you're not going to have pain when you strengthen. There is pain from working out, muscle pain. But, you know, if you're not moving through your normal day without pain and you're not able, if you used to be able to run a mile and you did the pig and now you can't run a mile, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's not probably going to get better just all on its own, especially when you talk about soft tissue healing time. It's like 21 days, three weeks. So, we wanted to kind of educate everyone about this at this time because it's been three weeks. Anything that was just irritated from the marathon or the normal stress and strain from the high, high physical event that that was should all be over and gone with by now. So anything to add to that, Kayla? Yeah, I agree. I think that um, everything was great. I think, and we are, you know, musculoskeletal experts in our field. So I think we have the knowledge and background to help that person decipher this truly is a muscle soft tissue uh, 
situation going on and you know if not then we have the knowledge to refer out for that patient person to get an MRI or an x-ray if if we feel like we need to and if they're not making progress after seeing us for some time yeah and I think some of the fear comes from you know when seeking medical help that something's going to be wrong and that they have to stop what they're doing or that they can never run again Mm -hmm. or they did it totally wrong and they will tell you to stop yeah I think you're right I think that that's one of the common misnomers we want to dispel is that our role is to try to help folks do what they love and what they want to do better and longer and with less pain Mm -hmm. not the reverse you know very rarely are we saying stop usually we're saying do it this way instead of this way for now and then we'll you know get back to that or something like that and we're pretty fortunate that even if someone does think you know physical therapists probably don't know anything about like my running or weightlifting or anything like that we are fortunate to have a couple of locations inside of gyms so if there are people who go to their gym and talk Mm -hmm. to their trainers and you know say I have this issue but it hurts when I do this or how can I do better this but it I have pain or injury there they can refer straight to us inside those gyms as well yeah that's right You know, and I think we didn't even really dig into some of the specific unique things we can do with running, which is, you know, video gate analysis, custom orthotics, those sort of things. Because I think, and, you know, Kayla, you mentioned like strength training helped your hip pain, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people think, oh, you know, how is strengthening my core, my lower back Mm going to help my ankle or my foot if it hurts when I run, you know, so, and we've talked and touched many, many times on the podcast before about links in the chain and how things are related. And I think physical therapists have a unique training that allows them to look at function, you know, to really correlate Mm -hmm. that. Um, I know I was talking with, with someone and actually was covering in the clinic and worked with her and she would get pain in her mid back between her shoulder blades running, um, like more than six miles. That's crazy. Well, you know, it ended up being a hip issue. Wow. And, you know, she's dropping her hip and rotating her spine, and now her scapula's rubbing. And she was actually a healthcare uh, provider, and she was just blown away. Yeah. She's like, mm-hmm. I never would have guessed, you know, that it was my hip. And that's just the lens that we look at things mm-hmm. through. So I think it, it does, you know, uh, the evaluation provides a lot of information, especially if you're a runner and you want to continue on this pathway. Do you think we should come up with a PT lingo like vocab for our people to understand? I feel like in the episode notes, we need to like put like link in the chain or whatever you guys talk about. I just always pick up on those fun little vocab words you guys are. I'm just waiting for it to get popular and I'll be like walking through Kroger's and somebody's going to say it. They'll have like the merch t-shirt on. Exactly. The guy that wrote that book. Yeah. The other guy that talks on the podcast. Well, well, Kayla, I really appreciate you being on again and thanks. sharing all of your running knowledge. Thanks, thanks a lot. Me. Yeah, yeah appreciate it. I we'll enjoy it every time. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll be back. We'll be thanks talking then. to you guys soon. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com, and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!